Where are you going? I'm going to pick a fight. Podcasting from the Pacific Northwest, the caffeine and Sasquatch capital of the world, and home to the world's biggest Highland Games fans, this is Fork Talk. Will you fight? A podcast about all things Highland Games heavy events, competitive throwing, and the greatest sporting event ever invented on God's green earth, Sheep. And now, here are your hosts, Big Daddy and Hoss. But they'll never take our freedom! Excuse the interruption, Fork Talk Nation, but this is Haas, and it doesn't happen that often, but on this particular episode, we had a bit of an audio issue. Sometimes it doesn't uh, occur until post-production, but as you can tell, I have a silky smooth baritone voice on right now, and the voices you hear on the podcast are, well, just not as they're usually sounding. So apologies for that, and you're going to hear some... uh, Good stuff, just in a little bit different tone. And if I had a boat, I'd go out on the ocean. And if I had a pony, I'd ride on my boat. And we could all the He's feeling sentimental. Go out on the ocean. I said, get up on my pony, on my Mystery mass man was smart. He bought himself a Tonto. Cause Tonto did the dirty work for free. Could have amended. <laughs> Tonto, he was smarter. He said, Desert Kimo Sabe. Kiss my ass, I bought a boat. I'm going out to sea. This is a real song. If I had a boat, I'd go. It is. If I had a boat, I'd put a horse on it. I'd yes. marry a guy named Tonto to do all my dirty work and then say, fuck, what the hell kind of a song is this? It is a Lyle Lovett song. Oh, no wonder. The ugliest guy in country music. <laughs> that is an ugly son of a bitch. Uh, he is, but he does great country music. He did Julia Roberts, too. He got something else <laughs> Hey, now. You know what I mean? Um, I love that Lyle Lovett. That's a dumb song. No, I love that song. It's bizarre, but it's good. It's an LSD trip. <laughs> It's a good song. If I had a boat, I'd go out on the ocean. Okay, that makes sense. But I'd put a horse on it. Now, if you put a horse on a boat, and you've got, an ocean, you've got some problems. And on the sea, I'd sail. Yeah, you'd sail, all right. Yeah. Okay, this is another deep trip song. Is, what it is. is it? Yeah, maybe, maybe I've been eating too many of the mushrooms. Perhaps, or smoking too many of those doobies. <laughs> Kids. <laughs> Using those papers not for writing, but for rolling doobies. <laughs> yes. That was a horrible song. I, I think, was it Bobo the Circus Boy? Is he picking music now, too? No, man, I love that song. I love country music. All right, well, you're fired, and I'm going to hire you back again. <laughs> I love country music, too. Dude. But that sucked. Let me just say that right now. Let's, let me, let's, get, a, let's get a second opinion. Stephanie, yeah. what do you think of that song? I like all of it. What do you think of that song? It's an interesting song. I know you're married to Brett, okay? <laughs> but you own all the tools that will keep him on the straight It's kind of a trippy song. Like I said, LSD song. <laughs> let me ask you this, point blank. If you had a, wanted to hear a country music song, would you choose this one? Probably not. Thank you very much. My, mm. I rest my case here, Honor. How about you open the show? How about you shut your mouth? <laughs> Why don't you shut your pie hole? Why don't you shut up? Shut up. 
Welcome to Fork Talk episode 18. Woo woo! They say in Mexico, 18 <laughs> Man, your Spanish is getting better and better. Isn't it? Every single month. With as many Mexicans as are coming up to the United States. Well, I'm sorry, not illegal aliens. Now they're documented, uh, yes. mm-hmm. you know, people. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to learn. <laughs> Good. I'm, I'm proud of you. So anyway, as everyone knows, I'm the big daddy, and across from me is my beloved hoss. What up? Fork Talk Nation. I see Big Daddy that I see Big Daddy that you have as uh, your writer prescribes yes. a um, bowl of shelled pistachios and a bowl of green mint M and M's and a fresh beverage of apple orchard cider. Angry Orchard. Angry Orchard. The meanest tree in the orchard, right there. Bro. Mm-hmm. Why don't you have a swig of that? Mm. We it's have like Jesus's urine. <laughs> wow, interesting. He's a diabetic because it's obviously very sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Better get that checked, brother. <laughs> if you don't say so, your diagnostic yeah, self. That's right. Um, we have uh, not a full staff with us today, Big Daddy. No, but we have the cream of the crop. But we do. We've got well, of course, you and me, and that's all that matters. Pretty much. But we've got our producer, a candy, a sprinkle. Hello. Nothing ever happens. This show doesn't go on unless that person, right, Andy Sprinkles, is on the air. That's right. Talking. The sprinkles we has needed. I want to hear the audio. Audio. <laughs> <laughs> We've got. That made me laugh. I was at Starbucks listening to the Seventeen. Yeah. And I heard that, and I started cracking up laughing. And the guy next to me was like, fucking crazy. He did anyway, but he, as always, it right? was even worse. As always, yeah. yeah. Uh, Devil Ange is not with us. She's getting our taxes done. Intern Slim Jim is out and about roving the uh, the countryside. It's on a date. Oh, now. Hmm. Interesting. I wouldn't say oh, now after you found your son going on a date. <laughs> um, that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, how about uh, Security Rhino? Our chief scientific officer, Dr. Kenneth Noisewater Beck. Yes. The official cartoonist, Matt Thompson. My man. Uh, Rover, the roving reporter, the international man of mystery. Miles Wetzel. I always pause there because I like the way you say that. Miles Wetzel. Our official he likes his, it too. Our official historian, Roger Saunders. I'm going to name him employee of the month. Who? New Roger Saunders. Saunders. Yeah. Nice. Very good. Does he get like a special parking spot yeah. at Fork Talk Studios? It's all right off front, right outside the studio. Yeah, and yeah. and a sign on the window that says "Official Employee of the Month" or yeah. something. He gets to park under the sheath standard. Pretty much. Ooh, nice. Building eighteen A in Burbank, California. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, our number one fan, Audrey Rose. Audrey Rose, Rose Walker. Walker. Our website is www.fork-talk. Dot com. Yes, it is. That's fork dash. Dash. Dot com. That's right. And uh, on Facebook, Fork Talk with Big Daddy and Haas. And, uh, yeah, we, of course, you know, our show is a great show, but we have to have sponsors. You mm-hmm. Know? Mm-hmm. We don't really need them, but we like them. Someone right? has to pay for your angry orchard. Pretty much. Right. Yeah. Right. And that's why we got our very dear friend, Max Sadler of Mattress Ranch. Mattress Ranch. Ranch. So let's let's give him a shot. You work, you train, you throw hard, you eat right, you need to sleep right. One of those PRs to uh, continue to come. I had lived there. If you noticed, I did. If <laughs> if you would, Bobo the monkey boy screwed up my my deal. I'm gonna start over. You work, you train, you throw hard. What are you gonna fire me? 
Maybe I should read the sponsor show. No, you should, you should be quiet. You're looking at the microphone. That's right. Go back to the whiteboard. Right. You should probably burn that sucker, didn't you? I can, I can turn <laughs> her volume down again. Just let her say hi to you. That's all I want to hear from her. <laughs> so anyway, you work, you throw, you train hard, you eat right, you need to sleep right, get those PRs. If are going to, con- you know, the, the problem is, is whoever wrote this doesn't know anything about grammar. <laughs> okay, did you write this, or did Bobo write this, um, or did this come from Max Sadler? Um, so Max approved it. There, there's your and, and a guy who writes a lot for a living and has a journalism degree did write it, and it is proper. So just read it right, you fathead. Speaking of fatheads, we should get fatheads. You know those big fatheads you put on a wall. We should, we should get uh, we should get Hoss and Big Daddy fatheads. No, what's a fathead? You don't know what that is? No. Okay. So, all right, I'm going to go over to the sponsor shop for a second. That's fine. We'll, we'll come back to, we'll come back to it. Max doesn't mind. So, a fathead. Yeah, he's going to pay us anyway. We already got the check. A fathead. It hasn't is, cleared though yet. No. If you ever see, well, it's a two party out of state check, you know, so. But if you, a fathead, they make these big sticky things. They're like a, a likeness of like a football player, or basketball player, athlete, whatever, right? Okay. And so, uh, the you know, the kids, they buy them. Made out of what? Some kind of a, what it's is like it? It's like a sticker for your wall. Yeah. It, but they peel off. You can put it on and ah, peel it off. okay. But they're life size, right? Okay. So, you, you know, kids put them on their wall. They got their favorite football player up there. They got mm-hmm. whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, you can and you can get them made of yourself. You send them a picture, or whatever, and they'll actually make it. Oh well, let's get like action photos of us doing sheaf or wait for distance or something, That's and we'll have them big and put them on the Fork Talk War Wagon. You know what? Now you're cooking, huh? I mean, mm-hmm. kiss, kiss mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, there you go. And you know, we can sell them on uh, we can sell them on our Fork Talk site too. Yes, because ex- what throwers will want for Christmas. For their children is to buy a giant, beautiful picture of our mug to put in their kid's bedroom. Duh. <laughs> that, my friends, would be the stuff of childhood nightmares. The eyes seem to follow me. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. We'll, we'll pick her up right there if you wake up with more soreness. Try that. If you wake... Let me... All right. Yeah. If you wake up... With more soreness than you went to bed with it's time for a new mattress. You sound like the computer on war games from uh, 1980 whatever. I'm putting the emphasis. Do you want to play a game? I'm putting the emphasis on the wrong syllable. (laughs) Yeah, you are. All right, I'll read it right this time. Max, don't sue me. If you wake up with more soreness than you went to bed with it's time for a new mattress. You'll spend a third of your day in bed, so make sure it's comfortable so you can really get some rest and recover. Please check out the Mattress Ranch in Alaska and Washington or MattressRanch.com. That's one word, MattressRanch.com. When it comes, when it's... Damn it. That's right. When it, when it I comes feel like time. Rocky Balboa when he read that stupid thing in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Makes me smell manly. It's smell man. Can you read? <laughs> the guy's just giving uh, him Yeah, great. I can read. Good. He's in a... He's in like a... Um, he's like caveman a, outfit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, you don't you have know, to... I think this stuff makes you smell like a man. I don't think You so. don't have to be <laughs> so rude. They're making it a um, Rocky Balboa. Um, um, I heard. Um, I'm trying as hard as I can. <laughs> Jesus, I feel just like that character. All right, now you look right like that character. You are a horror, sir. 
Please check out the Mattress Ranch in Alaska and Washington or mattressranch.com. Jeez, I can't wait to get through this. When it's time to replace your old mattress, you'll see the difference in price, quality, honesty over the other guys, and it'll make you a smeal manly. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Thanks. And throw far. Thank Exclamation God. point. Mattress Ranch. Thank God. Thank God that is over. That was horrible. You know what, though? That's podcast gold. <laughs> but it's not me. It's the writing. It, it must not be, yes. I'm going to write it next time. Hey, well, we have, as always, a great show for you. We've got our usual pop culture and current events. We've got a special Fork Talk contest number two, oh, Big Daddy. Yeah. This is going to be good stuff. The contest number one was pretty brilliant. Pretty awesome. Yes. So we've got contest number two, and we're going to finish her off with historical figures. Yes, one of our very favorites. Figures. In fact, you know, I think we can take credit for historical figure. Because we're the ones that invented it. Pretty much. You know? Pretty much. Before us, no one really cared about who was important in the world. No. No. And then Abe Lincoln came along and boom! Bam! He's huge. They <laughs> were burning history books when you and I started talking. They had a movie made out of him. Now yeah. everybody's going to want one. Yeah. yeah. Everybody wants a name Lincoln. Mm-hmm. Very true. All right. Well, you know what? we got to start out with the shout-outs. Shouts! Because as you always say, we stand on the shoulders of giants. We sh- Stand on the shoulders of giants. That Let's talk about our special web and Facebook shouts. Yeah, we've got uh, likes uh, up to 640. Yeah, how much is that up from the last show? Uh, only like four or five. Hmm. So I guess, you know, last show was two weeks ago, so at that rate we should be at 1,000 in about 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> but we have got, uh, regardless of how few it is, we love those that like us anyway. We do. For example, Chad Clark. Indeed. Yeah. Yeah, oh, here we go. I'm waiting on this one. You ready? Yeah. Leif Jerchik. Good. Yeah. Leif Jerchik. I know how to pronounce it because I contacted him and said, how do you pronounce yeah. your name? How do you? So. So Bubble the Monkey Boy didn't <laughs> screw it up. Wait, for sure. listeners, for the record, he asked me, and I said that first, but then he had to double check with Leif himself, so... So did you get it right when he asked you? Yes. No. I did. I said it's Icelandic spelling for Leif. Okay. You got the Leif right. You did not get the last name right. Is it Leif Erikson? It's Leif Jercek. Jercek. Yep. Hmm. And Fred Lasanti and Chuck Livingston. Right. You so, know, there were some more added this morning. I don't know what you saw. I didn't. No, I, I actually wrote them down. Okay. Uh, Joe Johnson. Joe Johnson. John Joseph. Yeah. Uh, Dangerous Dan McFoo, <laughs> Ziggy, <laughs> Sam Armstrong, Sam, yeah, Bill Buckner, the Bill Buckner, the Bill Buckner, yes, from the Red Sox who let the ball go between his legs. Wow, Ivana Leyu, yeah, and Phil McCracken, and Phil McCracken, mm-hmm. he's one of my favorite I power lifters. I know he is. <laughs> I know he is. <laughs> hey, uh, it is that time of year, Big Daddy. Yes, our favorite. The time. games are starting to flow fast and furious. Indeed, they are. And um, last week, for example, um, there was the Ardenwood Tartan Day in California. There was. I didn't even hear that one. There was the Bakersfield Scottish Games and Gathering in California. That's a pretty good one. There's the uh, Central Ohio Tartan Day in Ohio, obviously. Well, Central Ohio, yeah. not to be confused with Northern. Right. Uh, the Dundon 
Highland Games. Dunedin. 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 Austin Fairfield Incorporated. Could, could be. It's Dunedin. Dunedin. It's a, you know, it's, it's a very popular game. In Florida. Yeah, I've got a lot of guys go to it from all over the place. So really? I noticed, yeah. Huh. It's one that we might want to put on our bucket list. Is it on north, is it northern Florida or southern? Do we I think know? it's around Tampa Bay. Okay. Oh, so south. Kind of south. middle. All right. Middle. Uh, San Antonio Highland Games in Texas was last week. Yeah, that's, um, who's our buddy down there? The powerlifter guy, Ed Costner. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, and then... Tartan Fest South in South Carolina. And then finally, the UAH season opener in Salt Lake City, Utah. Those were all last week. UHA. UHA. What did I say? UAH. Uh, UHA. Sorry. Thank you for correcting me. It's okay. That's um, my job. Anyway, those were all last week. And as we've said before, it's amazing. People think, well, I don't have, do they have Highland Games around where you are kind yeah. of thing, right? And then you look on NASGA and there's like, you know, 20 per month yeah. all over the place. It's crazy. People always ask you, well, when's the next Highland When Are there any Highland Games in your area? And it's like, yeah, there are nine. Yeah. And they always say, look at me like, nine? Nine. They didn't right. know there was one. I know. You know? But yeah. It's crazy. Uh, so this weekend, uh, shouts to all the Las, Las Vegas Highland Gamers. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully it's a good one. I, I, I think it's going to have a... Is, you know, is Chuck down there with yeah. the SAAA crew running mm-hmm. it again? Yeah, Chuck... Um, I mean, if it's going to be run well, Chuck's going to do it. Chuck I have faith in him. I do, too. Since they took over, since he had SAAA, took over with the new management, I think uh, I think they have a good... They got a good shot. Good shot at it. You know, and they didn't do pros this year, but, you know, I you know, oh. kind of talked to Chuck offline. I, I think in the future they're going to. You know, okay. they just want to get back. They want to get rolling, you know. Get so. back to... Basics and make well, it good. The budget and stuff. You know how it is. You sure. Know, the budget and stuff like that kind of dictates, you know, who you can get and how much you can pay. That's true, yeah. Um, the Scarborough Renaissance Festival in Texas is also this weekend. Oh, is that the same as the Scarborough Fair? I don't know. Probably Are not. Are we going oh my God. to Scarborough Fair? Saint Rosemary in time. Yeah, you did that last year when we announced this game. Did it, it, really? it never gets old. <laughs> never. I don't remember doing it last year. Old. Oh, it's been a year. <laughs> um, it's Simon and Garfunkel. Yes. By the way. Mm-hmm. And it, and coming out of your golden pipes, mm. they probably would never have sung it in the first place had you been the first <laughs> one to sing it. Shut <laughs> up. Um, the 19th, so that's um, next weekend. The weekend yes. of the 19th. Uh, weekend Napa Black Sheep Throw in Idaho. Nampa. I'm sorry, Nampa. That's right. There's an M there. Nampa. Is that a town? I think it is. Nampa, mm-hmm. Idaho, is a town. Okay. We there went through there. We did. Yeah. Well, we oh, on the way to Boise. Yeah, I went to Boise. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, second annual Western Continental Divide Northern Hemisphere World Championship. Yes, indeed. We know that because that's us. Yes, indeed. We have it. Indeed, we did. You did. And we came up with that name. You did. Well, we did. I had nothing to do with that damn name. Because <laughs> uh, I always get it wrong, and you always give me grief for getting it wrong. I'm like, Northern Hemisphere World Championship of the Divide of Western Continentalness. Yeah, pretty much. That's yeah. what you say every time. Uh-huh. Where's that game? DuPont, Washington. It's in DuPont, Lovely. Washington, in our region. Kind of a bit of a... Well, we got a good group coming out this year. Oh, we got thirty people signed up. Thirty coming. It's ridiculous. Hell, you can. That's some games don't get thirty people no. throwing. This is just a backyard throw. 
I mean a world championship. If you, I would reach across this table. <laughs> I Now, what's this proposal? That, well, let, let me back up here for a second before yeah. we talk about this proposal. Okay? Yeah, yeah. Um, I want to tell you a funny story. Now, I'm not so sure our listeners, they probably don't know this story. I think you might. And okay. Stephanie might, for sure. But um, the reason why I kind of came up with that name was because on NASGA, about the same time I came up with this was... The, the battle of the three world championships. You know, they're having this world championship here and this world championship there, and it became kind of funny. Right. And so I decided, well, okay, we're going to have a world championship too. We'll just have DuPont. We'll just call it the Western Continental Divide Northern Hemisphere World Championship. Right. Right. And it's invite only, of course. Right, right. But uh, but it was really, you know, it became popular. We had a lot of throwers last year, you know, from around the area. We had people from Canada. We right. had Oregonites, you know, everybody. And so it, it was political satire, social satire, right. essentially. But at Victoria last year, I'm on the field. I was hanging around. I was talking to the Vincent brothers about something. And all of a sudden, Matt, Matt, Andy Vincent goes to me and says, Oh, by the way, that Western Continental Northern Championship you came up with was funny as hell. <laughs> <laughs> well, because you remember at the same time, there was um, a, one of the groups that does, um, that contracts themselves out to various games for doing it. So they had been at a particular city for a long time. They lost the contract right, right. because of some political infighting and other chaos that was going on, unfortunately, right? And, and at the time, the response of that group that lost the games was they were, they kind of almost immediately came out and said, we're going to have a game the same weekend mm-hmm. to try and compete as a kind of a screw you to the people who, who took them out of this game. Right. And they proposed because they had been uh, putting on the game for so long that they owned the rights to the name of the, the state championship that had the name on it. That's right. And we, and I think a lot of others around the country were on the side of, it's unfortunate you lost the game. I hope you get it back or whatever happened. That's sad. But the location owns the game, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And if the, if, the, if the festival or Highland Games has it folded, you, you don't get to magically take that with you somewhere, right? Right. right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, unless, unless the name of the game is, uh, you know, anyway, yeah. we, just, we just thought that was kind of poor form. And so it was a part of the political satire as well that you, well, you named the... Uh, it was sour grapes, really. I mean, <laughs> exactly. you know, it's really, it just looks bad. Exactly. So uh, note to all those out there, whoever have that situation, <laughs> just let her go. Yeah, let her go. Come up with your own world damage oh. like everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sirree. Um, and then um, the oh, weekend... You, you forgot the proposal. Oh, the proposal. That's right. Thank you, Kenny Sprinkles. Um, what's this proposal that it changed from the world championships to the galactic championship? Is that just continued bravado? Yeah, on the... That was Kel Mulray's idea. Oh, was it? Yeah, <laughs> California there. He thought that we should, you know, put a galactic in there somehow, you know, to kind of really kind of give us air. I kind of like that, actually, going to the galactic. It's cool, and I'll give him that, but... You know, changing the name of our games to anything but what it is would be stupid. Tell you know? what, I'm going to... If gonna, we have another games, we can call that anything we want to. Or if you and I fall out and we have a big fight, yeah. and then I'm going to have a, I'm gonna have a games that same weekend, <laughs> and I'm going to call it the Galactic Championship. You can do that, but just remember this, that in our divorce, yeah. everything that is yours becomes mine. Is that right? Pretty much. Oh, wow. Yeah. Communal property state. Yeah. Anything that you come up with in the future, it becomes mine. Really? Yeah, pretty much. 
Yeah. Okay. Well, that's fine. You can have all the ideas you want in that divorce. That's the prenup. Because you, you know, signed it. Yeah, but the, here's the problem. Um, you get all the ideas because they're yours. No one to execute them. You're <laughs> fucked. I'll find somebody. I will find somebody. You won't find anybody. Why are you even talking about divorce? I you got to find another man? No, no. I love you. I don't want anybody else. Whatever you're for. I don't know me. I can tell. I can see it in your eyes. <laughs> I don't even know you anymore. Who are Directly you? Who are you? <laughs> Um, the 26th weekend, so a couple weekends from now. At By the, the way, end that, of shirt, the month, that shirt you're wearing? Yeah. Not in your color wheel. It's black. Like I said. And then more black. <laughs> um, Hatesburg? Is it, or is it Hattiesburg? Oh, my God. Can you even read? It's ha- is it Hattiesburg or it's, Hattiesburg? It says Hattiesburg. H-A-T-T-I-E-S-Burg. Hattiesburg Highland Games in Mississippi. Yeah, Mississippi. Yeah. M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I. Good spelling. I forgot to design this. Um, don't drop the pen. You see that? <laughs> I was, I was. The mic picks up everything. I was dumbfounded by your ability to spell. Oh, Houston. I'm dumbfounded by your ability to, to be able to read <laughs> the Houston Highland Games in Texas. I've, I, That's Houston. Never heard about Houston Highland Games. You know, all the Texas I games are. They've got to be awesome. I want to say that there wasn't one for a while, and then they brought it back. Yeah. Yeah. Could be. Because you know, as a matter of fact, you know what I'm thinking. Um, Ed Cosner. Okay. I think he took over that round. Okay, so he has San Antonio yeah, and yeah, Houston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. As the athletic director. Yeah. Um, this one, we loved the name of this uh, last year, right? The Iron Thistle, Yukon, Oklahoma. Wouldn't that be a cool shirt? They have like a, a thistle like made of like solid iron. Yeah, like a steel. Yeah, yeah. Be that would be cool. Um, the Ormond Beach Celtic Festival. I feel like saying... The Ormond Beach Celtic Festival in Florida. It ranks right up there with the Gaylord Irish Festival or whatever it is. The Gaylord Palms, man. I love that one. (laughs) Um, The Sacramento Valley Scottish Games and Festival in California. Hmm. And that's it, man. Yeah. It's a lot of games in the first week, first month of the the main new season. April. April. Not even talking May yet. So that's good. And, of course, shouts to all the practice groups who we're seeing getting fired up for that. Indeed. Yeah. Well, you know what? This is probably going to be our, our last Fort Talk episode until, you know, in May anyway, yeah? We'll try and probably get one in May if we can. Well, We're going to have our out-of-field stuff. We're going to do one. We're, our next one will be live in yeah. Victoria let's, let's, at the end of May. Let's give Victoria a shot while we're here. Shout, shout, what? So, everybody knows. VHGA. Yeah. The Victoria Ireland Games, 151st. Yep, 151st. Ireland Games, right? Well, last year we were there for the 150th. We had a live, you know, I'm doing the air quotes. Live, yeah. Uh, broadcast from the field. Recorded field side. We had uh, uh, Candy Sprinkles out there with a microphone. She was doing on-field interviews. We yeah. had our little booth set up. We had a blast. It was a good time. We had Matt Vincent yeah. and um, uh, who else stopped by that? Oh, everybody. Booth? Everybody yeah. did. Yeah, Matt Doherty. Uh, yeah, Greg Hadley. Yeah, I'd like good. to say to the athletes who are going to be at Victoria this year, come prepared to be on air and be funny. Ooh, interesting. Ooh, yeah. yeah, never mind all that throwing business, guys. Get your shit together. That's <laughs> really important. Come up with something crazy. Yeah, you want sponsors? <laughs> you got to have personality, pal. That's right. Right. But more importantly, it's as we've said, it's one of the greatest games ever because we get to sit in beer garden, hopefully mm-hmm. in the sun. God mm-hmm. willing, the weather is nice. Watching the pros. You want to know the number one best thing about this year? What? 
We get to throw on Saturday. Yeah, Saturday morning throw. Mm-hmm. Record Saturday afternoon. Yep. And then Sunday we can just hang out all morning. Leisurely. Relax, leisurely. And hit the ferry on the way back. And then we have our famous Coho Chili. We will. We'll have Coho Chili. Yep. And we'll get on a boat and go out on the ocean. Oh, Jesus. And on that oh, boat, I'll put a pony <laughs> and ride. Stupid. Yes. So um, anyway, that's Ray Shaw. It's, uh, he's the athletic director for that game. So. Yeah, looking forward to that. That's going to be good stuff. Good stuff. My favorite games of the year. Hey, should we move to uh, pop culture and current events? Yeah, let's go school right into it. Okay, let's go right to it. Okay, first of all. We're in pop culture, ladies and gentlemen. We are. Fork Talk Nation, pop culture, current events. Um, there was, I, I, I was looking online, Big Daddy, on the BBC website in Scotland, and I found that this interesting story, there's a public protest that has been held in Inverness recently following the death of 19 birds of prey in Rothshire. Hmm. They're just following them dead laner? The tests that they did in the story confirmed that 12 of the 19 birds were poisoned. Hmm. Uh, Scores of people marched to the city of Inverness over the death of 14 red kites and five buzzards. And red kites are like uh, hawks. They're huge, big, badass hawks. That's why they call them kites. Uh, The birds have been found near uh, Conan. I assume that's how you pronounce that. Conan Bridge. Conan. Conan. Uh, since March 18th, 19 uh, white cutouts of the birds dubbed ghost raptors were displayed during the event. And a vice president of a, of a group called the RSPB, I'm not sure what that stands for. Royal Society for the Protection of Birds. Wow. <laughs> Candy sprinkles. That's why she's on the show. Thank yeah. you. I hate attention when we lived in the UK. Um, anyway. I, say, I thought it was the Raptor specialist of <laughs> police. Well, Sir John Lister K, who uh, was attending the That's rally. That's hyphenated, by the way. It's Lister K. Yeah, so his name is K. He married a Lister. No, well, that's no not he's not a Lister. Goes. He married a K. Really? No, his family name is Lister K because they're all double barreled. Hereditarily. Oh, what? Yeah. Double barreled? They have two names. That's that's called a double-barreled name. I thought maybe two penises. Yeah, double-barreled shotgun. Maybe he does. Maybe he does. Well, he said, um, relevant to the rally, this incident is an outrage and the public are right to be angry. Poisoning is unacceptable and we call on the Scottish government and the police to stamp it out. Hmm. I just thought that was interesting that somebody would be... I don't know. They're fassy enough to, to poison a bunch of raptors. They've been found near the bridge, which is supposedly on a river, so they're probably, they're birds of prey. They're probably eating fish from the river and something. Oh, that's your opinion on that's, that? No, that's not my opinion. That's my conjecture. Ah, mm, interesting. You know, my opinion is. What is that? Who gives a shit? They're birds. They're cool birds, birds of prey, man. Raptors and and buzzards. Oh, there's no more other than those fourteen. What do you mean? Those are the only fourteen birds in the world. No. So we need to march. If fourteen kids were killed, nobody would march on the government. <laughs> okay. I think it would actually. <laughs> if fourteen toddlers were on a school bus and somebody ran it off the road, nobody would run to the government and march and protest and wave banners. Uh, yeah, they would. I didn't, I didn't <laughs> think so. 
Facebook page about it. Pretty much. Hey, so and since we're in Scotland as well, um, Big Daddy, have you? We're not in Scotland. We're actually in Ording. I'm always. My heart is in the Highlands. Always. You're so gay. <laughs> hey, man, I'm telling you. No offense. Um, have you heard about the Scottish independence campaign and vote that's coming up? I've got to be honest with you. Yeah. I have not. You have not? No. Well, let me edumacate you. Go ahead. Yeah? I'll take a swig of my drink. You do that. So, Scottish independence referendum 2014 is what we're talking about. So, this summer is going to be crazy with pros and cons for this historic vote. It's a referendum on whether Scotland should be an independent country, and it's going to take place on Thursday, the 18th of September, 2014. I'm changing our plane reservations. Yeah, we will be in Scotland at this time. We need to get out of the country before this happens. The question to be asked in the referendum will be, should Scotland be an independent country? as recommended by the Electoral Commission. Who's voting? Well, uh, 16 and older. Of who? Scottish Scots. or all British Islanders? Scottish. So, first of all, native Scots, mm-hmm. 16 and older. You have to be a resident of Scotland to vote. You have, but you can be an EU citizen who lives in Scotland. You can be a UK citizen who lives in Scotland. So it's only Scotland people. Only nobody pe- outside of Scotland. Only people who live in Scotland can vote. So nobody in... England's voting. No, nobody in England or Wales or Ireland okay. are voting on So what happens if they win? Well, so that's what's fascinating about this is, so this it, this issue on this referendum um, is around the economic strength of Scotland and where the rest of the UK will agree to share the pound sterling or defense arrangements, continued relations with the rest of the UK, and the membership of uh, the supranational organizations particularly the European Union and NATO. So, I mean, it's a complex thing. It's it's not so easy as just, hey, let's vote and be independent. Now, Scotland and England, Big Daddy, they united to form the Kingdom of Great Britain in 1707 right. by virtue of the Act of Union. Prior to this, the Kingdom of Scotland had been a sovereign state for over 800 years. Do you know why they united, though? No, I don't, Candy Sprinkles. I know, why they, I know, I know why they broke apart. William Wallace... They united, Scotland and England united because England needed a Protestant king and who was somehow related to the line of succession. They didn't want it to go to a Catholic person. And King James of Scotland was related to the, 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 royalty, current, the yeah. current royalty at that time. And he was a Protestant. So in order to get their Protestant king, they created the Act of Union. There you go. And united well, the two countries. It's not very popular, though, amongst the Scottish. Obviously. And, of course, they've had issue with it since. So a proposal for Scottish revol- uh, devolution was put to a referendum in 1979. But it resulted in no change, despite a narrow majority of votes cast being in favor of change. But due to a clause in that requiring that the number of voting yes had to exceed more than 40% of the total population... It, uh, it, didn't, it didn't go. Hmm. Um, no further constitutional referendums have been a part of Scotland proposed under the conservative Thatcher and major governments between 1979 and 1997. So 20 years there, right? Mm-hmm. Soon after, Labor returned to power in 1997. So that'd be Blair, right? The Blair Witch Project. A second Scottish devolu- uh, devol- devolution referendum was held. And a clear majority expressed support for both a, a devolved Scottish Parliament and the 
and uh, the parliament having the power to vary the basic rates of income tax and crap like that. Mm -hmm. So the Scotland Act of 1998 established a new Scottish parliament, which was first elected on May 6th in 1999. So I think if the layman who reads this, you know, a little snippet, who doesn't really think, oh, government, you know, and uh, military and money... They just look at it, they say, oh, this is Scotland's chance. They're going to break free. They can be their own country. But what happens is they're not thinking about all those other little pieces. Because when Scotland falls under the big, you know, UK, you know, the umbrella of the UK, they have the protection of, you know, the UK. Right. 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 As opposed to now they're on their own. Possibly. You know. It's not just protection. Well, here, so here's the other bit. So, so 2014 would be the 700th anniversary of the Battle of Bannockburn. Uh, that Scotland will also host the 2014 Commonwealth Games and the 2014 Ryder Cup. So there's a whole lot of stuff going on in 2014. Right. The vote being one of them. Now, here's what I found interesting because the devil is always in the details, Big Daddy. Mm-hmm. Under the terms of this, this, this new vote is basically a redraft of a 2010. Uh, bill that was put forward that never went anywhere, but mm-hmm. they're finally getting it to a vote at this point, basically. Um, and the um, the details of that are really interesting because the 2010 bill basically has three parts. First was full government devolving so that all laws, taxes, and duties of Scotland are under Scotland. So as you're saying, right, Scotland is its own, doesn't have beholden to the royalty or the or any of mm-hmm. the parliament of, that's based out of London, right? right? Fine. Interesting enough, though, the bill actually exempts defense, foreign affairs, and financial regulations, monetary policy, and currency. So the bill actually says we want to be independent, but we don't actually want to be independent of having a defense that mm-hmm. the UK supplies and having a monetary policy that they supply and everything else, the infrastructure mm-hmm. that goes with it. To your point, right? Well, you could say the UK could, you know, then England could say, well, F you. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So then the second part of the bill is really just setting some tax expectations. They can tax people in a particular way, which mm-hmm. you'd expect if they're going to do this. But then the third one would give the power to the Scottish Parliament to convert fully to a sovereign country at some stage. Mm -hmm. So when they felt comfortable enough that they could maintain their own army and they could have their own currency by either creating their own currency, Mm -hmm. being officially adopted to use the sterling, or like the EU, if the EU accepted them to become a part of the euro, so they would be a part of the euro. Which the, it's my understanding that the, the the European Union, in their opinion on this whole vote, has been don't just assume you're going to become a part of the EU mm-hmm. if you secede from from the UK. I just almost see a lot more negatives to becoming a sovereign country than I do positives. You know, truly. I, I, me too. I mean, I, I'm all for the 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 
independent streak that they have been pushing for to mm-hmm. to have a equal say and power within the full United Kingdom. Yeah. You know, but it's, say. Not, it's not like they're being held to slaves they anymore. Have or anything equal else. Say. I know, I know. So I'm just not sure what's to gain. You out gave of her this microphone. I just want. To, I, want to I know, I know. You gave it to her. Yeah. Well, Haas, where do most? Where does the majority of the population in the United Kingdom live? What part of the United Kingdom does the majority of the population live? I know this. I know this. On land. <laughs> True. Now, what part of that land mass? Oh, I know. I know this. I know this. Where the grass is. Right. South, obviously. Right. So they generate the majority of the tax base that Scotland gets an equal share of. So if they become independent, they're going to lose a ton of tax money. Well, yes and no, though. Because, for example, if they were to go independent... Their gas and mining reserves in just Scotland alone makes them ahead of France in GDP per person. So, and there's not a ton of people in Scotland, which is why it's high, but it's enough that the GDP per person in Scotland would be higher than other really large countries. And if you take out the gas and mining, they're still ahead of like Italy, for example, in GDP per person. So, so it's, mean, it's interesting. There's two sides to it, obviously, and we don't live there, so we really don't know, you know. Well, because it, the other thing that I thought was funny, and get ready to pull that up, Candy, because um, Big Daddy, obviously because it's political, there's huge politics going on. So all summer there's going to be basically the pro and the con group going at each other, mm-hmm. raising millions of dollars to try and thwart this vote one way or the other. Yeah. And there was, I found a clip, which I'm going to have Candy play here in a second, which is uh, got um, the the pro vote, so the yes crew were having a conference, and they were talking about the the no people branding them as some kind of evil empire trying to take over the world. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was just kind of funny. I thought I sh- we'd share it with the uh, Fork Talk Nation quick. So well, hopefully it's better than that song you opened up with. <laughs> well, I'm play play Kenny. Hey, Fork Talk Nation. Haas here again, interrupting the previously recorded podcast. This is the part where Haas played a brilliant BBC uh, audio file of a Scottish parliamentarian giving a funny bit about Darth Vader and um, Klingons about the yes and no vote on Scotland, which Big Daddy thought was ridiculous and was not interested in and therefore ignored um, and the audio did not come through as it was supposed to. So once again, I'm interrupting. Um, gives me a shout uh, opportunity to, of course, uh, post-production, rip on Big Daddy and uh, do things that he's not aware of, which is a good thing for me. Back to the show. Uh, was, thanks for humoring me. I thought that was funny. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> <laughs> that guy was a man. He was lazy. He had like. Uh, yes, the Scottish Anarchist <laughs> Club. Hey! Old Mother Hubbard. No, Old Mother Hubbard went to her cupboard to get the dog a bone. Oh, she bent over, Rover bent over. She got a bone of her own. Hey! hey. <laughs> oh my goodness. Candy's giving us the wrap it up signal. Hmm. Hmm. I got some more Anarchist Club right here. <laughs> no, I don't. Anyway, that's it for current events. Pop culture. Pop culture. <laughs> Let's get out to the next segmento, shall we? 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 
You know the song we get it? I do. Ooh, ooh, Jackie Blue. I don't know that part though. <laughs> Sounds of the seventies, brother. Watermelon, watermelon. Who sings that? I have no idea. I'm sure Candy Sprinkles can tell us. Hey, producer, do your job. Who sings that? <laughs> The Ozark Mountain Daredevils. Oh, of course. It was right on my phone. <laughs> I like that. Do you know any song by the Ozark Mountain Daredevils? Jackie Besides this one. Jackie a star now. Pretty close. Yep, pretty close. Why did you pick this particular song? I don't know. I just thought it was... Where did you hear it? Esoteric and interesting. You're esoteric and interesting. <laughs> that I am. Mm. That I am. And erotic. And uh, Oh. Hey, it's time for the uh, first segmento. Segment one. Hey, we got specific instructions, by the way. We do? Yeah, from our producer, Candy Sprinkles. Candy Sprinkles. Yeah, that one. To be what? Funny, funny and, and Funny and, and upbeat. Well. Because according to her, I think she believes that our last segment was not. Was a bit boring. No, I'm not going to say anything, but she was, her eyes were closed. Right. Well, by the defini- by definition, everything that comes out of our mouth, Candy Sprinkles, is podcast gold. <laughs> yeah, just ask us. Okay, well, I'm going to take a quick little swig of my beverage. Take a sip of your, what is that, uh, a quart? Or, what are you drinking there? I'm drinking a little Bud Light Lime. Freshing. Good for the E-I-O-I-E. All right. Hey, first of all, let's start this with sponsor shouts. Yes. Clevenger Sheaves. Setting a level of excellence in anything you do is a worthy accomplishment. Transforming the battered burlap pillow bag sheaf of old into a work of art, that is the trademark of a Clevenger bag. You got that right, brother. Distinctive in look and performance, Clevenger Sheaves are hand-built to exacting specs for consistency, long life, and performance. Clevenger Sheaves are... Hand-built, I did that already. Hello. Uh, to exacting specs and consistency. Take two. Yeah, long life and PR flying joy. 2016 and 10-pound bag options. Big Daddy, he is up to <coughs> a lot of bags. How many? Well, we're going to talk about that in a second. Oh, you don't want me to read that? I don't read that. Clevenger is also sponsoring Duncan McCallum this year for his pro debut later. Oh, or Dunky Monkey. Yeah, Dunky Monkey. The uh, the man with the most beautiful hair in Highland Games. He does. Oh, that hair is beautiful. He's, like he is Samson, yes. Contact him via Facebook, Clevenger Sheaves. That's S-H-E-A-V-E-S, for those of you who have never spelled it before. Not Sheeps. It's not S-H-E-E-P-V-E-S-S. What? Yeah, no. Yeah. Tell them Fort Talk sent ya. Yeah, and I'll throw in a free stitch. 
Ooh, a free stitch, you say. Let me tell you something about Clevenger Shees. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Are you ready? Mm. Candice Brickle? Ready. All right. Now, <clears throat> when we say that they're custom-made, handmade yes. for each person, yes. they are that. Right. Every one of them is handmade. You know what I mean by Jason. Jason Clevenger. Yeah, correct? Correct. They're not made in some sweatshop in Thailand. Although that's what you recommended he do. They're not stuffed. Well, it's moneymaker. They're not stuffed with human hair. No, the old ones were, as we've discussed, yes. back hair. That's back, back hair. And pubes. And pubes. So gives them, them. Gives them yeah. a weird spin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, I digress. I digress. But each one of them is hand-forged. Hand stuff. As you can forge, if you can forge burlap, they're forged. I hate your guts. <laughs> they are hand crafted. Yes. By the hands of the Lord of the Sheaf. <laughs> Jason Clevenger. Does he do that little dance like the why don't you ask him? Lord of uh, the Dance? Well you're gonna yes. you're gonna be talking to him later, why don't you ask him? <laughs> I'm telling you what. So Here's the here's the deal. Fort Talk Nation. New new listeners, first of all, if you don't know this, get back on the old Toonie box and catch up. But those of our faithful will know that back on episode three, dated three. April six. That was episode three? Episode three, April six episodes ago. Twenty thirteen. Wow. We announced the winner of the Clevenger Sheaf four hundredth bag. Give Four hundred. Yeah. And that of course the competition for that one was uh, post your favorite picture of you and Sheaf or Sheaf in some way that mm-hmm. is meaningful to you. And we had a like contest. So whoever liked it the most. And it was a battle royale. We had four or five mm-hmm. really great picks that oh, were yeah. getting tons of likes. It we, went down to the last we were, few we, minutes. We reviewed it. There was like, you know, nearly a thousand likes for the first place winner. Well, there were a bunch of guys that were trying to. Ballot, they're just trying to stuff the ballot box. Were they? Uh-huh. Were they? Well, they wanted that. Who wouldn't want a Clevenger sheaf? These are, you know, hundred plus dollar bags. Very expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and they're handcrafted. Handcrafted. So anyway, forged from the mighty hand of the sheaf god himself, Jason Clevenger. Wow. Very nice. Thank you. Um, so the winner, of course, was the great Crush Rusher. Crush Rusher. Yep. Yeah, we had a picture of him and his big boy. Yeah, well, he got, he got a black and purple one to match their uh, their um, black uh, and their, purple clothes. The T-shirt for yeah, the uh, power for, for G-force. G-force. Yeah. power G Force. Yep. Anyway, so here's the deal. Only one year later, that busy little bastard is closing in. On sheaf bag number... Hold on here. Six. Wait, wait. What? Don't say it. Don't say it. Okay. Yet. Why? Because I want everyone to know something. Yes. On my show sheet, you actually called him a busy little bastard. You wrote that busy bastard. Right. Talking about Jason Clevenger. That's right. He's our sponsor. I know that. You can't be calling him names. That is a loving name. That is not a. I think well, he's actually the child of you know what? a yeah, compromised. You're, you're, birth. you're right. I, you know what? I stand. Let me stand down a little bit, Brett. You fucking asshole. <laughs> okay, you motherfucker. I'm, I'm not going to. Calm gonna, down. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That fine. That Jason, biz- you can submit a complaint to the HR department. That which is me. It's so, the HR puffin stuff department. Hey, you'll you'll like this better then. That a year later, that busy little beaver. Oh, oh. So now you're calling him a vagina. 
So we went from calling him a, a little legitimate son to a vagina. Well, do you got a better way do you, to do you not this this? money? Do you not want him to sponsor us anymore? Hey, let's go and call uh, let's go call Mattress Ranch and tell them that their matches are a bunch of crap and that Max Sattler is an idiot. How about not? Well, why don't you? You're already you're stamping on Jason Clevenger. Well, I'll do that when we do a mattress giveaway. How's that sound? <laughs> hey, I want to win that one. <laughs> I go for mattresses like you wouldn't believe, brother. Anyway, um, Jason is closing in on sheaf bag number 600. Woo! Oh, shit, that hurt. <laughs> 600. Wow. 600. We made 200 bags in a year. That is nearly 17 per month. Over four per week. 24 by 7, 365. Wow. That's nuts. His That's fingers amazing. must be getting tired from doing all that stitching. I wonder if he's got people helping stitch. Maybe he's got the family working on these Maybe he's married things. to an Asian woman. Whoa. <laughs> No, what? No. No. Take it back. <laughs> Maybe he's got some adopted Mexican kids. Are you? Will you stop? That's so bad. Maybe, no, I, I got it. I got it. He went to Home Depot. Will you stop? That's where he buys his burlap. And when he was leaving the store. No, no. La, 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 no. Que pasa? No. He's so bad. <laughs> Maybe he got some. You stop. Could you imagine that? So he's pulling out of Home Depot, right? Stop. And, and so he drives up his pickup truck and he no. says, he says uh, I need four. <laughs> so the guys come and they're like, well, what's, senor, what is the job we will be doing? And he says, I need you to stuff my bag. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, senor, we don't do pornography. Oh my God, that's wrong. <laughs> One guy stands up and says, $100? Stop. The little guy. <laughs> the dwarf. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. Oh, for could be worse. He could hire the Amish. I need to go to church. Um, You're in the church of Big Daddy. Yeah. Um, so Jason rings me up uh, on the old Toonie box the other day and <laughs> says, "I think it's time for another contest." Yeah, huh? I'd say so. So um, the contest is on. Contest number two to ring in the winner of this contest wins the six. Hundredth sheaf wow. from Clevenger Sheaves. That's crazy. Yeah? So here's the contest. Do you want to hear about it? Yeah, I'd love to hear about it. All right. The contest. Oh, wait a minute. Is... Hold on a second. Yeah, yeah, okay. I'm reading the show sheet here. It yes. says banter. <laughs> yes. Do we need to do something there or do we cover that with the Mexican thing? I, I think we covered it. Okay, just check it. <laughs> <laughs> banter. I, I'm going to change that let to me, bat. Let me go ahead. <laughs> Big Daddy in the head with a bat. Let me apologize to Jason's lovely wife. If you're not Asian, I'm sorry. <laughs> but if you are Asian, good job. <laughs> Man, I'm killing myself. Oh, oh you're, you're on fire. You wanted funny? I'm giving you funny, brother. <laughs> yeah, thanks for that, Candy Sprinkles. Yeah. Well, you, you've you. unleashed the demon. Hey, it's not racism. <laughs> It's only racing to no higher. Yeah. Uh-huh. uh-huh. So here's the contest. You yeah, ready for I'm, this? I'm waiting. Okay. A video vignette. Is there a spell vignette? No. The spell checker did not work. <laughs> the video vignette. 60 seconds. One, one minute. minute video via your smartphone, your semi-smartphone, your dumb phone. I don't care. Edited, music, staged, however you want to play it. Mm-hmm. But it's a video, only one minute in length, and the theme of that video is... What's that? Why I Love Sheaf. Hmm, that could get pretty creative. 
Could be. It could be insane. I don't care what pe- they can. <laughs> they can do video of themselves throwing in some special way. Uh, you know, depending on as long as they're, they get, as long as they're clothed. <laughs> depending on how creative they get, they can get kind of messy too. You know. True, but well, I'll tell you what. If I, if I pull up a video vignette and there's a hole in the bag, I'm turning it off. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Uh, well, listen, uh, Fort Talk Nation is a, is a creative bunch of people, so I think they are going to probably go to town with this. I'll say there were some really great pictures at the last contest. Fantastic. You know? I think they, I think they've got this in them. So. One month to create this, to produce and post it to the Fork Talk Facebook page. Okay, we're going to give them a month. We did this last time. Yep. Give them a month. you got to create it, produce it, and post it by then. Let's give them a solid start date. Right now. Yeah. Give them, well, let's give them time to think about it, you know, to ruminate over it, right? Well, they start now. The contest starts... Now. Monday. Dumbass. You still got to produce this show and put it out on the air. And they don't know when now is. Okay. The contest starts now is Monday, when they're listening. April 14th. <laughs> this isn't a live <laughs> show, brother. It isn't? No. The contest starts okay. Monday, April 14th, and the contest will conclude on Wednesday, May 14th. April 14th. Who came up with that date? Because it's Monday. <laughs> okay. So God came up with it. Yes. Okay. That's good. And it ends at... Wednesday, May 14th at midnight Pacific time. <clears throat> okay. Specific time. Specific time. <laughs> Sounds good. I like it. Because that means we can announce the winner in at, Victoria. In Victoria. Woo! Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'll buy that. Okay. Sounds good. Um, now, the um, the judging for this will be done by the Fork Talk staff. Mm-hmm. All, all of the staff, That's including right. Miles and Roger and... Uh, Vargas and everybody. Not noise water back though. I can be bribed. <laughs> did you hear that? Candy just put out she could be bribed. <laughs> she said that very sexy. Yeah, I know she did. Um, so I'm. I will dude, say I'm super excited about this. I'll be the head judge and be, be able to veto any vote I don't like. No. No. Why not? Because it's yeah. not in your contract. Well, you know what? I'm vetoing you right now. <laughs> this is going to be awesome. I think it could get kind of creative and be kind of funny. It, I, mean, it, it I could think be. it'll make the, the picture video, the picture contest, you know, it'll take it to a whole new level. It will. You it know? will. So they're going to post these to the Facebook page, to the Fork Talk Facebook page. Yes. It's pretty easy to upload a video. You can, And if you've edited this on your phone or on your iPad or whatever, it's pretty dang easy. So we're, so let's just, so we're clear. Okay? Yeah. I'll just pretend I'm a contestant. Okay? okay. Of course, none of us are eligible, by the way. No, no. No Fork no, Talk staff. No family members of Fork Talk staff is member is, is eligible. That's correct. Yeah. All right. Uh, however, I mean, a friend of mine, I can give you a few tips. Anyway, <laughs> but the thing is, is so it's going to be, it's got to be one minute in length. Yep. So can it be... Under a minute? Yes, it can be under a minute. How about over a minute? No. If it's over a minute, no good. DQ. Okay, so we'll make it the minimum length. DQ is Um, disqualified. I got that. I didn't think it was Dairy Queen. I did. I I love Dairy Queen. Hey, by the way, let's do some meat. Dip cone. (laughs) Ooh, dip cone. Oh, God. They don't have Dairy Queen out here. We can do find one. Bonnie Lake. Really? Oh, yeah. But I thought that was Sonic. No. Look at Sonic there, too. That's crap food, by the way. Sonic. Yeah. No, yeah, gross. Yeah, we're digressing. Yeah. So we got one... One minute. One minute. Can be less. No more. YouTube video. Well, sure. They can YouTube it or... Uh, when you they do can, a video... They can on YouTube, but they have to link it and post it. They have mm-hmm. to post the link to the right. Facebook page. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think it's easy. This is going to be sweet. And if you have any questions concerning your video, whether or not it's you know appropriate or whether or not it's uh, you can just hit us within on the, the rules. Yeah, you can go ahead and contact us on the Fort Talk. Yep. Hit us uh, on the tuning box. Hit, hit us on the uh, Facebook page. Yeah. Let's keep it uh, PG. PG. PG thirteen. Well, it's got to be. It can be on the edge, right? I mean, yeah, well, it, 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 it still has to. Be, it's still got to be public, so yeah. it's not going to be able to put anything. I mean, if you're banging a, if you're banging a sheep bag, we're probably going to. You're going to. We're going to. We're going to keep it for posterity, yeah, but we're, we're not going to allow it to stay up there. Hold it. Hold it. <laughs> Actually, we don't have to worry about that because Facebook will remove it if it violates their exactly. rules. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So no, no banging sheep for it. No, no banging bags. Now I'm. I'm going to. Um, I'm going to uh, dub in here when I do editing a quick little chat that I have with Jason on this. So um, I got a better idea. Uh, okay, Let's do it right now. You want to dub it in now? Yeah. Well, okay, I'll dub. You it be in. you, and I'll pretend that I'm Jason. Go ahead. <laughs> um, okay. Hey, Jason. Welcome to Fort Talk. Thank you, Greg. <laughs> um, oh, it's good to be here. <laughs> your voice has changed a little bit since we talked last. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> So, um, congratulations on getting close to your 600th bag. How many? 600. That's a lie. <laughs> it is? I've only done four. Four? Yeah, the one I gave you, and the one I gave the big daddy, and the one I called the 400th, that was bullshit. <laughs> really? <laughs> wow. Not much. Wow. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you've been, you've been... Hold on a second. Yeah? yeah hang on. I got the wife's skin. <laughs> hey. Hey. Get my dinner and make the rest. Put that bag down. It's not ready yet. Okay, honey. I put it down. She's Asian. You got to. Oh, my God. (laughs) You should not have been in the old school radio when they had to do these, like, skits. Oh, wait a minute. That's really bad. I'm walking over to her. (laughs) Yeah, This is not Purry Home Companion, dude. Put that Step down. down. <laughs> no, I won't. You need to put that microphone down. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> hit me. Please stop. I'm walking back to the microphone. Okay, we're going to edit this out. <laughs> that's, well, that's podcast gold. Uh, yeah, I think I'll just play the uh, interview quick. Whatever. Yes? Nobody likes you. So, Fork Talk Nation. Contest number two, six hundred sheaf contest. Yes, yes. Make your video. Make your and video. Impre- get to the chopper. Impress us. Ooh, someone might do a get to the chopper one. That could be funny. Hey, that would be funny. Get to the, get sheep. To the chopper. Get to the sheaf chopper. Get to the sheaf bag. <laughs> All right, and that's it. Segment one outie. Outie like a belly button. Yo, Fork Tuck Nation. Hoss back once again, unfortunately. Um, you're, the impression that Big Daddy did of um, Jason Clevenger seems to be the only one because um, due to uh, timing issues, we just didn't get the interview done with him to kick off the new competition. However, he and the winner will be back for the uh, announcement when we have that in May. So uh, get those videos going and back to the show. Behold, Simi, life, real life, a thing that we have been denied for far too long. Good morning, my neighbors! Hey, fuck you! Yes! Yes! 
You know this, Big no. Daddy? Really? You don't know Bare Naked Ladies? I know the band. I don't know the song. Canadian group. Well, this is one of their. This is one of their probably biggest hits that got them on the map. Do you know this? Yeah. It's a great song. I don't know it. It here it comes right now. If I had a million dollars, I'd buy a boat and put a horse in it. <laughs> you. You a house, me? Yeah, Thanks. I would. If I had a million dollars, a million dollars, you could buy one house. A nice Chesterfield or an Ottoman, <laughs> or a horse with a boat. I got a question for you. Yes, <clears throat> I know. You know, you picked all the music today. I did. I got a question. Yeah. What the hell does that have to do with it? You know, it doesn't. I just love that song. You know, you are so selfish. <laughs> really? How yeah. so? You don't let us pick any music. Yeah, you don't let us pick any music. Um, if you guys would actually contribute to doing anything on this show other than opening your yappers for a couple hours while we record, then that would be then fine. You can pick all the music you like. I'll tell you what. Next show, it's going to be Fork Talk with Hoss. <laughs> to help all the time and you just sit in your office tap tap tapping away and he wouldn't listen to us if we told him I know, I know. You know fine I'll tell you what I would, next show I'm picking all the music I would love for you to pick the music I'm going to send you every song I want you to play you you send me three or four songs and, you want to the and I will get them prepped every song that we put in the next episode yes people will like you think so and I guarantee it mm-hmm. okay I guarantee it great episode 19 at the Victoria Highland Games, all music chosen by Big Guardo. <laughs> you just called him fat. <laughs> no, yeah, I called him Big Guado. Yeah, see, he's jealous now because El, I'm going to pick the last El Guapo. El Guapo is handsome. El Gordo is fat. El Gordo. Well, he called you a combination. He called you <laughs> handsome fat. <laughs> fat guy. <laughs> and. Big Daddy. Yeah, I meant I meant the. Uh, yes, I meant guano. Guano? <laughs> no, I meant guano, and then bat dung. See, bat shit. Has he been drinking? I mean, there's nothing that he's saying or the music that we're playing makes any sense. It doesn't correlate with the damn episode or anything. I don't know, Big Daddy. I was gone all week, so I can't say what happened when I was gone. Yeah, I can tell you one thing. I was tripping on nothing. I was tripping on insecticide. There are no more mushrooms in our yard, by the way, for fact yeah. listeners. I think cost took care of them. I think he's been uh, smoking a little bit. Peyote. Peyote? Hey, segment two. Segment two, historical Hi- figure. Historical figure? Figure? Figure. figure. Historical figure. Now you sound like a Wookiee. <laughs> I sound like Roger Moon. He doesn't sound like that. Um, first of all. Roger Moon sounds like this. <laughs> it's amazing how everybody to Jay sounds, you know, kind of weak and insignificant. That's what I hear. I mean, when people talk, I hear weak and insignificant. 
No, they need to stop being weak and insignificant. Yeah. Well, that's the way the Big Daddy sees the lens of the world. That's the world, according to me. Okay. So, first of all, as always, we have to invoke the name who shall be named. I'm not even saying it. You are. It is Sir Isaac Newton. Boo. Boo. Figgy. Nobody likes you, you punk. Nobody likes you, punk Figgy. You're weak. We list him, of course, for those who are new to us, because he had something to do with the theory of gravity yep. and uh, on this particular planet. His, and his claim to fame. Claim to, well, he was, uh, I think, uh, he, we also decided that he um, liked to sodomize sheep. And little boys. And he was a, uh, he didn't love farming. And he burned down his house. Because he was weak. And he's got a lot of issues. We yeah, don't like him. Pretty much. It's pyromania. Figgy. Figgy, figgy. He's an animal necrophiliac as well. Do you know that? Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's bad. You know what that is? Uh, no, but it sounds bad. It means he wants to have sex with dead animals. I got that part. You know, my question about animal necrophilia is, <laughs> let's say that you actually get arrested for it, right? So I get busted for animal necrophilia. Okay. So, you know, what's your defense? How did I know that the cat was dead, Your Honor? <laughs> You'd have to kind of throw it out, don't you think? I mean, if you're not a doctor, you really can't tell whether you can't pronounce something dead. I guess, yeah. So, yeah, I digress. You've got a, a, maybe another career for uh, defending these kinds of people in the court of... Uh, Everybody deserves their day in court, my friend. This is true. Except for rapists. <laughs> rapists and pedophiles, they deserve death. Okay. Instant death. All right. I, I have a question that's been bothering me for some time. Let us digress. <laughs> Let us digress further, please. Okay, Wait a minute. I, hold on a second. I'm going to use my psychic powers, and I'm going to I'm going to come up with your question right out of your head. I'm going to steal it. Wow, you're Karnak. Hey, Karnak. Yeah, pretty much. It's just, <laughs> he's Johnny Carson, and he's not alive anymore. But I'll be I'll be Jack. Okay. Or hey, nice. You hear that? Yeah. <laughs> Stop banging your beer bottle again. <laughs> so her question is. What is the price of tampons at Walmart on Tuesday? <laughs> was it a rollback price? What? And if it's a rollback price, can you actually call it a rollback when it's actually a tampon? <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. Is there a winner? Was that your question? No, no, I prefer to shop at Target. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I get my tampons at Target. Yeah, she's up. She's upscale. She's Wait an up. upscale broad. Target, it's white with a red middle. <laughs> Wow. Hello. You guys. And you guys think I've been crazy. I'm giving what? Sir Isaac Newton so much grief for merely putting a name to something that was in place before Shut he Shut off her microphone. She's sticking up for Isaac. It's true. I'm not sticking up for Isaac. I'm asking why aren't you angry with God and or the universe who actually invented gravity? How dare you, Shut Candy off. Sprinkles? Shut it down. I'm going to shut your mic off. <laughs> I'm right. not angry with God. Yeah, what? If yeah. it wasn't for God, we wouldn't be here. Yeah, great. So I'm going to go on on to the world and say and and mess it up, tussle with the big guy. I'm just saying, don't shoot the messenger. I, hey. I just shut I her like off. That I shut her off. We don't shoot him. We shut him off around here. We do. We do. <laughs> All right. So, Big Daddy, here's the deal. Yeah, boss. Um, I was on Wiki. Not WikiLeaks, Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Yeah, and there was an article on historical figure. So you actually, actually wicked historical figure. Yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. And they have been ranking uh, of the significance of major historical figures. Uh-huh. And so, for example, there's this guy. His name is Caesar Hidalgo. Hidalgo. <laughs> is it Hidalgo? Yeah, pretty much. 
What is it? Yes. Hidalgo. It's Caesar Hidalgo. Caesar Hidalgo. He's at the MIT Media Lab. And he has calculated the cultural impact of people born before 1950 using data from Wikipedia. Hmm, no way. And the weightings were determined using factors such as the number of language editions for which the articles for each person, the top ten, resulted in a calculation that we have. Wow. We have that. We have it right across. We do. We do. So he, he put some math in the old toonie box to come up with how often they're referred to in various media. I like that. Okay, to come so he up. came up with the top ten. Come up with the top ten historical figures. Kind of like David Letterman's top ten. Which is interesting because, of course, we wanted, I wanted to see if they got this right because if their algorithm is correct, that means that Abe Lincoln would be basically at the top. You would think. You would think, right. So, first of all, number nine on the list. Number nine. Plato. 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 Yep, he invented the planet, the, the ninth planet of the sun. <laughs> he did invent the ninth planet of the sun. That's amazing. He uh, also is known as a philosophizer. He is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He philosophizes. Um, number eight is Leonardo da, da Vinci. Vinci. That guy should be number two because he invented a lot of shit. He did. He was a pretty, pretty uh, skilled guy. He basically invented the parachute. Hundreds of years before the parachute actually was used. Right. The flying machine, um, Mona Lisa. Submarine. What's your feeling? Was he stooping her or not? Stooping Mona Lisa? Yeah. The painting or the real person? Wasn't he gay? I don't have any data. Why would you do this to him? I was just wondering. Now, I don't believe he was in a relationship with the Mona Lisa. Well, he's an artist. Aren't all, aren't all artists gay? Not, no, not necessarily. But I, I just think he was maybe... Uh, gay? No, stupid, the Mona Lisa. Why do you think that? Um, something in the way he painted her eyes. You're a weird dude. You know that? <laughs> Who the hell comes up with this? Just tell you. Number seven. You may get on me about the animal necrophilia. Number, you're crazy. Number seven, Vasco da Gama. I don't even know who that is. Do you know who that is? Yes. Who is, who is it? He's one of the explorers. I think he might have been the first person to circumnavigate the world. He was an explorer of great note. He was the first guy to hit India, for example, via some route or something I, yeah. I saw. So I'm under her. Good question. You're not very well read. We oh, hey. <laughs> You're a naval guy. You should know this guy's name. He was a sailor. So what? I'm just kidding. I'd never heard of him. So was Popeye. I don't remember him either. (laughs) Number six, Aristotle. I know that guy. Yeah? Yeah, he makes uh, clothes for teenagers. (laughs) That's... That's Abercrombie. That's Aeropostel. No, that's Aeropostel. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh Um, Yeah, close. Again, I think another philosophizer. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, number five, appropriate Einstein. Albert Einstein. Albert Einstein, the old Genius. German bookkeeper. E equals M C squared. That's right. That's e right. equals M C hammer. And and one of the best hairdos in uh, oh, like yeah. historical you figure. You want to be a crazy genius? Do you use that guy as a guy? Exactly. Number four, of course, Gandhi. 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 Who all my descendants will work in a Seven Eleven and sell slippers and corn. Oh, my wow. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Okay, stop. Um, Gandhi, of course, was a badass, uh, nonviolent, awesome guy. How can he be a badass, nonviolent guy? That's how badass he was. He was so badass that his his nonviolence was badass. You're badass. Um, Number three on this list. Your favorite guy. Number three. 
Fork Truck Nation, number three <laughs> on this list is Newton. Figgy. Are you sure it's our Fig Newton? It something? is. It's Sir Isaac Newton is number three on the list. Could be Wayne Newton. List. Wayne Newton's a pretty influential guy. You know? True, true. In all them years in Vegas. True, but it unfortunately is Figgy. Okay. Number, no, I think that's bullshit. Number two, I mean, who's offended even being in the top three with Figgy yeah. is Confucius. That's right. Of all people. Confucius say, Confucius man say. with holes in pockets sometimes feel cocky. <laughs> That's funny. Not to you, it doesn't, but if you're a guy with holes in your pockets, it makes plenty of sense. That's funny. (laughs) Yeah, she actually didn't get that. (laughs) How about that for a zinger? Good work. Thank you. Good work. Um, And number one, Jesus, which is no, which is a no-brainer, is Jesus Marumba. That's right. Yes. Um, yeah, Christ is number one. That's a no-brainer. Well, is, it, is it Jesus, the 33-year-old man with the beard, or is it baby Jesus with the golden diaper? Well, I would assume it's baby Jesus with the golden diaper. Yeah, Eight, Eight pounds, three pounds, pounds, three pounds. Baby Jesus. golden diaper baby boy. Mm-hmm. Yep, so swaddling clothes yeah. and everything. His diaper was golden because he peed it. Did he? <laughs> now, I I can't abide that on this kind of report, Big Daddy, mm-hmm. that we have got Newton on there. So we have got to balance this out. Yeah. And so luckily for us. Well, this was the top ten. True. So luckily for us, number ten is someone we can rally behind. In fact, He's the anti-Newton. Yeah, pretty much. He is the Oreo to to Figgy's fig, Newton. Yeah. In yeah the, I guess you could in, say that. In the cookie yeah. analogy. <laughs> Sorry. Not a bad allergy. Um, analogy. Anyway, and, and, I'm, and he is our historical figure for this segment. Yeah. It is... Archimedes. 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 He just sounds like a badass. He does. And I have a feeling he's going to be our patron saint of anti-figginess. I like that. We'll invoke his name as a fuck you to Newton. He had 20-inch biceps. He did he. I don't know. I'm sure he did. What I picture him as. So here's the deal on Archimedes. Archimedes of Syracuse. Not yes. New York. No, Syracuse, Sicily. That's right. Yeah. And he was Greek. He lived in the era of around 287 B.C. to 212. Wasn't very old. Uh, 75 or something like that, I think he was. Um, Greek mathematician. He's a physicist, an engineer, an inventor, and an astronomer. Right? He's a badass. Um, Although few details of his life are known, he is regarded as one of the leading scientists in classical antiquity. Among his advances in physics are the foundation of hydrostatics, statistics, statics, statics, excuse me, and here's the big one, an explanation of the principle of the lever, Mm -hmm. which is incredibly important to us Highland Games people. Give me a lever long enough and I'll move the earth. That's right. He is credited with designing innovative machines, including siege engines and the screw pump. That bears his name. The Archimedes Screw Pump? Yes. Actually, have you seen those? They're cool as hell. Yeah, it's not a castle superstore. It's a... (laughs) (laughs) It was right next to the big black giant dildo. (laughs) Do you remember that candy? Uh, Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. She kept saying it wasn't that big. (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) 
<laughs> um, he, uh, Archimedes is generally considered to be the greatest mathematician of antiquity and one of the greatest of all times. Archimedes had proven that the sphere has two-thirds of the volume and surface area of the cylinder, for example, which back in the day was like mind-blowing. I imagine it. Yeah. It was like cable TV is now. Right. Unlike his inventions, the mathematical writings of Archimedes is well known in antiquity. Mathematicians from Alexandria read and quoted him, but the first comprehensive compilation was not made until 530 A.D. Um, the uh, the relatively few copies of his written work that survived through the Middle Ages were an influential source of ideas for scientists during the Renaissance. While the discovery in 1906 of a previously unknown work of Archimedes provided new insights into how he obtained his mathematical results. Okay? Mm. little history. Got you. Yes? I remember Archimedes from my geometry class. I didn't like it. Cool. That's because you suck at spatial math. That's because you you keep telling her that 12 inches is actually two. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's the other way around. Archimedes died uh, in 212 BC during the Second Punic War. The Punic War? Punic. P U N I. Oh, Punic. C Punic. Punic War would be painful. That would be. (laughs) Remember that? I'm going to rip off your pubic hair. Dude, dude, pubic pubic war is (laughs) what. Devil Ange calls a Friday night with you. You're damn right. That's a uh, Big Daddy waxing session, if you know what I mean. Um, anyway, he unfortunately died when Roman uh, forces under General Marcus Claudius Marcellus captured the city of Syracuse after a two-year-long siege. According to the popular account given by Plutarch, Alchemedes was contemplating a mathematical diagram where the city was ca- when the city was captured. A Roman soldier commander uh, commanded him to come and meet General Marcellus, but he declined, saying he had to finish working on the problem. The soldier was enraged by this, and he killed damn Archimedes with his sword. Killed him right there on the spot. There on the spot. Now, it is a little-known fact, Big Daddy, mm-hmm. that that problem that he was working on, right. that he said, I'm not going to see no damn general, I'm working on a problem. Yeah. Right? It was... The perfect sheaf throw technique. <laughs> wow. Combining the lever, fluid dynamics, and general badassness. Badassness. I gotta tell you something. I, Did whoever you know that Roman something? soldier was, he should have been crucified. Well, he's he, he is suffering in hell right now I because so. he kept the perfect sheaf throw technique from us because that's what Archimedes was working on when he was killed. That son of a bitch. Yep. Uh, the last words attributed to Archimedes are, do not disturb my circles. Followed by, ow, why are you stabbing me? <laughs> right. <laughs> now, the reference to the circles is a bit of a debate, but, you know, the mathematical drawings that he was studying um, when disturbed by the Roman soldier had to do with... Condoms. A, no, had to do with a <laughs> perfect sheaf throw involving circles... As in maybe spinning? No, that's bullshit. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm telling you what. Anyway, he um, he is said to have created a heat ray that used mirrors to point at ships to start them on fire. So the sun 
coming at different mirrors, repointing them and pointing them at the hull of a ship where it gets the wood and that tar shit they put on there really hot and it, Did it burst, burst into flames. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. They even uh, tr- tried it out on Mythbusters. No shit. Mm-hmm. Um, Did he attach it to the head of the ill-tempered sea bass? It was like the first laser beam. No, it, <laughs> no, he did not. He didn't. No, it was sea turtles. I asked. I asked for sharks with laser beams on their head, and you give me sea bass. The now, real tempered sea bass, sir. According to Pappas of Alexandria, Archimedes' work on levers caused him to remark, which you mentioned, Big Daddy. Uh, give me a place to stand on, and I will move the earth. That's right. <laughs> because as we know as throwers in Highland Games... The lever, incredibly important. The mm-hmm. longer the lever, the bigger the force you can be applied. Yes, that's right. Mm-hmm. So also, uh, and my le- wife's uh, favorite thing to say. <laughs> and levers and sheaf are incredibly important. You can know what I mean. In his work, Archimedes explains the law of the lever, stating that magnitudes are in equilibrium at the distances reciprocally proportional to their weights. Archimedes used the principle derived to calculate the areas and centers of gravity of various geometric figures, including triangles, parallelograms, and parabolas. So, as always, we ask the question, Big Daddy, Mm -hmm. good thrower, bad thrower? Best thrower. He, he, I bet you, if he had any strength whatsoever, he would, his technique would have been kick-ass. That's right. Well, you got to think about this, though, too. He was, what, 75 years old? Yeah. And he told some Roman soldiers to go fuck himself? Right. And got stabbed. Yeah. But before he died, he said, Ow! Don't touch my surface. That's right. That's badass. You know, that's badass. Yeah. He probably would have done well in that 60-plus masters category. Yeah, watch out, Ken Beck. Oh, I got to watch it, Ken Beck. is a little, you know. (laughs) Um, So you're saying good thrower. I'm saying best thrower. Yeah. What do you say, Candy Sprinkles? I'll let you chime in here. Good. Oh, thanks, Haas. You're welcome. Just make it funny and interesting. I say good thrower because he would understand the principles of what he was trying to apply. Very good. Um, and then we always ask the question, of course, good or bad beer garden participant? Bad. Really? Why? Why would you say he, that? Because he would be over in his little corner working on a problem or drawing something and he wouldn't engage in banter and he'd say, don't disturb my circle. <laughs> Ow, he spilled my beer. That's not bad. Interesting. That's not bad. I'm going to go, I don't even take her side on that one. Are you? Yeah. What do you think? Well, I want to say that he would be great in the beer garden because of the fact that he is so important to Sheaf. But i got to say that that's a compelling argument. Yeah, also, if he did get to the top, all he would want to talk about is his theories of why these certain things work. And after a long day of throwing, no one wants to hear that. Yeah, that's true. You know, that, that, that's right. It's like Ken Beck in the beer garden. He bores the hell out of me. <laughs> I can too. We're paying him. <laughs> very true. Very true. Sorry, Ken Beck. I was just kidding. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Don't stab me in the back when I'm working on my problems. <laughs> um, and of course, his special Highland Game gift. He's hung like a horse. <laughs> that, and I mean, he would obviously have a, a working knowledge of. Levers in oh, yeah. the way he threw it. Standards, new sheet standards. Uh, you know, yeah. Yeah. probably be able to design the perfect fork. The perfect, perfect fork. fork, which would be three times. Nice, yes. nice. 
All right. I like it. Yeah. And, and that is historical figure. Yay. So we, I am super happy to have Archimedes as our patron saint of anything anti. Anything against Fig Newton? Any, anything against Figgy is good. So Archimedes, you rock. Thank you for bringing us an enhanced understanding of levers. That's right. You are the man, sir. You're the man. And if you don't understand that, then you're not a part of the Fork Talk Nation, and you need to get educated. Yep. Or stabbed by a Roman soldier. <laughs> One of the two. Multiple times. We out. Fuck you! Fuck you! And fuck you! Who's next? This next song is quite simply the greatest composition in human history. And if you disagree, I will fight you. Gonna find my baby, gonna, gonna hold her tight, gonna grab some afternoon delight. <laughs> when it's right, it's right, why wait until the little of a cold dark night? When Love that song. That's the Ron Burgundy edition, isn't it? It is, it is. And, uh, of course, Afternoon Delight, defined by Haas, is my big daddy brother coming over and throwing a little sheaf. Yes, indeed. Which we did. Uh, bit of rust, I gotta say, a bit rusty. Yeah, we're gonna knock the rust off today. I've, uh, I've yeah. got work to do, because it's time to get serious. We both do. But, um, it felt good to air it out a bit, as they say. It took me 10 throws to just actually feel like I was limber enough to throw. I know, yeah. I know. And I could feel those, uh... It's those always um, kind of small little muscle and, and uh, I don't know, probably um, connected tissue groups that mm-hmm. you're not used to using that I always feel, right? Yeah. It's ne- never the major muscle groups. It's the one you're just not used tomorrow to. Tomorrow we'll probably feel it twice as much. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm sure. <laughs> and then I'll wonder, why haven't you been doing that more often? <laughs> yeah. Good point. Um, hey, that's the show, baby. Yeah, it is. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yes, sir. Thanks to our sponsors, Mattress Ranch. That's www.mattressranch.com. That's one word. And Clevenger Sheaves. Yes, thanks for all the Facebook likes. Up to 640. That's big. It is good. I'm going to get my thousand if I have to do 20,000 shows. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) We might. We might just do that. We might. Well, you know, I guess. We started with two listeners, you and me. Yep. If, if well, three of you include Stephanie. We might. I'm not sure she really liked it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, double edge is still on the fence. But we'll. Uh, and if it ends up being back there when we're 82 years old, sitting there on the porch smoking a stogie and yep. still laughing at ourselves, pretty much. I guess success. Yep. Yeah. We do it for us. <laughs> the Fort Talk podcast comes out twice a month. Questions or comments, email us at info at forktalk-com. Fork-talk.com. Info at fork-talk.com. Quit with the LSD already. Or Facebook with Fork Talk with Big Daddy and Haas. Until next time, may the fork be with ya. That was my line. Well, that is your line. All right, you are the sheep to my fork, Big Daddy. Wait a minute, let's let's, (laughs) listen to him. Now you can hit it, Big Daddy. All right. Let's just go right into it. Slouchamore. Good hell. <laughs> Captain Quint, take it away, take brother. It away. <laughs> this is like the opposite day or something. Farewell and adieu to you fair Spanish ladies. Farewell and adieu to you ladies of Spain. 
we've received orders for to sail back to Boston. And so never more shall we see you again. Thanks for listening to Fork Talk with your she fork wielding lovable host, Big Daddy and Haas. Check out www.fork-talk.com for more episodes. We throw heavy stuff for fun, people. Caber up! <laughs> <laughs>